Hey, it's the intermission. Fart sound, piano music. We still don't have an intro. Oh my god, is that becoming our intro? Can we, <laughs> is it okay to we just drop the fart sound? Can we vote on this? <laughs> yeah. I like the fart. Okay. Is it okay to just why don't why not just hey welcome to the intermission? I'm T. Christie. Use your NPR <laughs> yeah. voice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Today uh, the intermission, the intermission we use our we'll NPR voice. About. Hi. Welcome to hey, the intermission. The intermission, everybody. With the piano music. Gonna, oh, that's good. That's not this bad. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> our theme be, this week. It's going to be real exciting. We have no theme. Uh, our, our theme for the episode this week is uh, classics nobody but us has seen. Classics. <laughs> but we haven't seen. We haven't seen. And then also classics that we don't get. Anyway, I'm Teague. I am Brian. I'm Dorkman. And I'm Trey, the and, classic that no one gets. Oh, <laughs> and, that's, and that's what we'll be talking about. Um, right off the bat, when yeah, this was Trey's idea. Um, again, <laughs> this again. Is Trey's idea yeah. under the bus. <laughs> if it sucks, in case this doesn't work. our topic, as usual, comes from <laughs> Trey, eleven years old in uh, Boise, Idaho, <laughs> who says, "What if Spartacus had a Cessna?" Trey writes, <laughs> <laughs> "I have a place out there." Anyway, um, anyway, when we when, when it's funny because when you said that, the thing that came to my mind was the 1996 Sergeant Bilko movie starring Steve Martin. <laughs> In, in which of the three categories does that go? <laughs> All of them. This is no, critical. Okay, no, it was. Uh, I love that movie. I really love that movie. And I, it just went on to Netflix recently, and I was like, I, this is going to oh, be the worst movie ever. It's going to turn into movies that we're defending, even though yeah. they're awful. No, well, I, think they, I, think that qua- I think that qualifies. Yeah. It's I, interesting. I, I have to say that a lot of people seem to reference Bilko, which is a movie that's like, I don't have to ever see that one. There's, yeah, it's a... It's a funny movie. It's not great. It's not perfect or anything. It's just everyone's in it. It's a bunch of comedy actors doing their thing. Phil Hartman's in it. Baby Chris Rock is in it. I just have a really great time with Sergeant Bilko. And I uh, also, it was uh, one of Daryl Mitchell's movies right before Galaxy Quest. The uh, the Tommy Weber from Galaxy Quest, the black guy who's now in a wheelchair. Anyway, that's uh, not a great way to start. Way we're, to bring it down. We're probably going to end up talking about like shit like fucking the third man but i wanted to start with sergeant bilko well, while we're on that subject uh and it it came up by accident last week because i basically reverse engineered it by accident coneheads yes I yeah think coneheads is a great movie that yeah, doesn't coneheads get enough is credit a great movie. oh basketball i'm a big fan of basketball <laughs> basketball is one of the quotiest comedies I've... everyone's like we're gonna be talking about classics oh yeah basketball and coneheads i, I, well, I think that <laughs> i would sergeant say that's bilko. a misnomer it's, it's talking about more like movies you probably have would never you know go out of your way to see but you actually maybe should because they're, they're, they're actually, they're actually awesome yeah. Yeah, whether they're classics or not is maybe yeah not up for that, debate we needed we needed a pithy thing for the name of the episode whatever um i love that thing you do and that seems like an underseen film yeah and High Fidelity is another one that kind of just people don't seem to know it, or they do. People That's... know High Fidelity pretty well, I think. Right? Yeah. High Fidelity is a, yeah. is a cult classic. Now, yes. what about... Um... But if not, Run, Don't Walk. Brian, you haven't said anything. What do you got? Come on. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I've, I've been thinking. I <laughs> Good also, point, Teague. I, I, I Howard the Duck, obviously. Yeah, I mean, Howard the Duck, but we've obviously covered that ground on, on Down in Front. Um, I don't know. You, you might have to come back to me, because I've been racking my brain. Well, um, I w- Coneheads is a great example. I mean, yeah. I, I remember watching Coneheads being at summer camp, and like that was the... <laughs> the friday thing we all went to the movie theater and we watched it and uh uh come back to me well i i mean i've been banging this drum a lot lately but i'll I'll say it again really go check out jackie brown if you haven't seen it you probably heard that it wasn't i may have to i may have to you keep you you do keep banging that drum i feel like i feel like i am missing something there yeah it it didn't get get good you know buzz is tarantino's follow-up to pulp fiction and you can totally see why because people are expecting him to to show up and do pulp fiction again they're like he just he made a movie like a person. What? Who, <laughs> I mean, you can still get the flavor of Tarantino in there, but it's a really 
mature movie. It's it doesn't have a lot of the weird stuff going on. There's a there's occasionally some split screen and stuff like that, and it feels like a '70s movie, but but not in the weird Grindhouse way that he's that he's you know done in Grindhouse and, and other where things. It's like just, over the top. Yeah, look right. what I'm doing. Where, where it's just like like we talked about with with Kubrick and The Shining. It's like that's the way Tarantino thinks when he's making a film. He's not being affected about it, and it's really fascinating. And I wish he'd make more like that, but unfortunately, he's gone the Grindhouse route instead because people didn't like Jackie Brown. Thinking about the classics, I haven't seen thing. I used to have that problem. A lot of people I know have that thing where it's like, oh, I haven't seen any of those classic movies. And I, I used to have that thing, and then I just went through a period one year where I just started watching them, every single one of them that I could think of. So I, I don't really do that too. Yeah. I don't really have none, none come to mind that are like big ones. Like I've seen your Casablancas and your Citizen Kane's, Third Man, Chinatown, that kind of shit. Um, I, the ones I'm still I still haven't seen are shit like all I saw all the President's Men. I haven't seen Network like those kind of things where it's Network like oh that's a good so, movie uh, Network, you yeah, need yeah, to see is. that movie but it's not one of those like this fucking movie it's just like dude you need to see that I movie. was actually gonna bring up Network but I'm like people know I yeah who does, who hasn't Network, seen Network but... I, I haven't seen Network in a very long time but I have certainly have seen but it. shit like that like the little one like I, I say little ones but. Uh, I hadn't seen Bush and Sundance until recently. That kind oh, of thing. oh, wow. So good. Yeah. Bush and Sundance is one that I actually still need to watch. So that's yeah, that's on that's, my list of you'll be, classics. You'll be, you'll other, be, than, other than a few things, that it, it's it's worth watching, and this is one of the reasons I, I was kind of thinking about what the topic is. It's not like it's a classic and you must see it, otherwise your you know, your your education is not complete young Jedi. It's more like it's a movie that you probably you know the topic I was going for is more a movie like I bet you think you won't like this, but you really ought to check it out. Yeah, and, 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 Butch, and, and yeah. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, other than like an inappropriate music video, because even yeah. in the, even the '60s we had inappropriate movie, music videos <laughs> on the bicycle. Yeah, um, although that song was a huge hit, I can't not think about that song. But but it's it's a, it's a great movie, and it holds up still to this day. It's amazing. That Cinebo in the chat says the Sting. I haven't seen the, the Sting. sting. I was say I the run, sting. You have to see the Sting. The Sting is just it, oh, so many people point to the Sting as like the as far as a script. They say writers say. The Sting is the perfect script that there's that there's you know. It's, I want to see it, and it really is something. And and don't let anyone tell you about the Sting, and don't let me say any more about the Sting. Just watch it right away, and and otherwise because there is a spoiler turns available out, in there. Yeah. I, Donald Sutherland was a was a yeah, pod was a pod all I along. Actually, I the Sting actually is. I, I rewatched the Sting just recently, and I was like, God damn, that is still just just as good it's, as it was. Cool, I'm looking forward to it. It's on it's on instant Netflix. I, I oh, remember yeah, sweet because I would be or it was when I you know Aww. when I saw it. But stars. I don't but uh, yeah. I. Uh, because because uh, living and and you guys even now live right by Universal Studios and they take you through the back lot and for the longest time they would see and that's the <laughs> the street corner where blah 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 happened in the Sting and I was like what the hell yeah, is, this is that about bees <laughs> yeah is that about bees or you know is that Burt Reynolds and some kind of fancy car or something yeah. but I, I finally saw it and I was like this movie is amazing yeah. Butch if you so haven't good. seen either Butch Cassidy or the Sting there's a double feature oh yeah pack a lunch oh, cool. and and you'll see why. Redford and Newman were movie stars. Those are the two movies that will tell you that, that those guys are movie stars. Uh, that's a good one uh, for for conversation. Sire, Sire in the chat room points out Metropolis. Okay, now that's a that's a that's one I have. That's seen. a that's really kind of... that's a really interesting movie. Not as a movie so much as a holy shit Metropolis. Yeah, okay, now the, yeah, it's more of a scholarly thing. Like it really yeah, is fascinating it, to see it. The right. Thing, the thing with Metropolis 20s, is like twenty nine, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really, really. 20, I, think, Germany, I think like, like twenty one. It was like really early, yeah. pre World War Two German Germany. Um, the thing about Metropolis, because I remember watching it in film school or at some point, or maybe even in, as far back as high school, 
and there are pieces missing because it's just that that old of a film. There, there are just literally yeah. holes in we, the story. We did kind of bomb that studio. <laughs> yeah, and we bombed so. it really hard. And so I remember watching it the first time a long time ago, and going, okay, uh, that's I guess it's interesting from a film artifact standpoint, but not really connecting it. And then recently, within the last year or two, they 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 added they they found the footage, they put it in. It's this stuff is you can very easily tell, and because they had a screening (laughs) here, and I went to go see it, and you can very easily tell the difference between what was already always there and the recently found stuff because the stuff they just found and put back in. It looks terrible. Uh-huh. It's like a 16 millimeter well, they, print. They it's been in an some, attic for like a hundred years. Yeah. It's just ter- terrible, but, terrible, terrible quality. But it fills in the story, right. and yeah. the story makes sense now. And I was really, really like, "Wow, this is." It's the apocrypha. Yeah, I, no, <laughs> it, it this totally is. is. This is a really I, like solid film entirely on its own. Now, now that I can see the right. whole thing, I remember when that happened, and I haven't seen Metropolis, but I just know it as you know this monolithic thing. And even I, when they because I knew that it was missing large sections and stuff like that. And and even when when they put out the news where they were like, "We have found a complete print of Metropolis in Argentina," I was <laughs> like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" It's like moon landing tapes. Yeah, yeah. 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 of really all is. places, Argentina. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. It's like it's some, like even some if, Nazi fled with yeah. his with his film. Yeah. Even if you even if you haven't seen it before, you know you're like that is a huge that's a big fucking thing. That's a, that's big, a big, big deal. deal. I just yeah. found out uh, this week on the subject of of that specific kind of thing. Uh, you know that big building? I know Mike knows it. It's at uh, in Hollywood. It's at Santa Monica and Highland, and it's this big white built. It looks like a giant fucking tombstone. Yep. Like all the windows are painted white. It's is just that the this one big. That the Apple. It used to have the iPod yeah. add on it forever. Yeah. Right. I, I was like, what the hell is that thing? Is it like public storage? And I look, I walked up to the front door just to go, okay, what are you building? <laughs> and it's. Uh, solid film storage. It's yeah. It's like a burn-proof building for solid for film storage. Huh. It's like, oh, well, that makes sense. That's also way cooler because I thought this was pods. <laughs> I thought it was just a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's where you want to like walk in and have the guy go, oh yeah, the original print of Susan Cain right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Cool. That'd be a cool place to work, or it wouldn't. I don't know. It might be boring. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, not a lot it's going like, on. I mean, I even think. the guy who like hammers the nails in the in the Ark of the Covenant and takes it to the thing yeah. is probably like this fucking job. Another day on work. Yeah, if, as long as the building isn't on fire, the it's the, day, the day's over. The job <laughs> is done. That's that's it. Lalide says Starman. Starman's good. Star Man. I, Star haven't Star Man. Star Man. I haven't seen Starman. I haven't seen Starman. Doesn't Star hold Man up. That's like on Netflix. 80s sci-fi. Didn't hold up. Pure. Yeah, it didn't hold up for me in, in repeat viewings later. At the time, it's it's interesting. It's, the only the only reason I even actually really know of Starman is because Venkman mentions it in Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> He's talking about this yeah. is the way we think of of aliens as being Starman or ET. I'm like, I know ET. What is Starman? Yeah. It's okay. It's, Brian's it's still trying movie. to fill in all the gaps he knows references to, but not what they're from from The Simpsons <laughs> all these years. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, every other day he'll watch. And go, that's what that joke is. That does happen to me. And I haven't watched The Simpsons in like five years. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. Or had it's time. such a curious effect of having grown up on The Simpsons, especially kind of at our it exists. age. Well, at our age, when you know The Simpsons was really in its golden era, and yeah. it had all these, you know, the Pulp Fiction reference and the, you know, every, you know, the Shining references. You know, I saw the the Pulp Fiction Simpsons years before I saw yeah. Pulp Fiction, and The Shining yeah. the Simpsons years before I saw The Shining. It was like what so I it's saw. It's like a reverse causality of of culture i've mentioned this at some point i saw kentucky fried movie long before i saw enter the dragon and you know <laughs> kentucky fried movie has a 30 minute enter the right, dragon right. which is hysterically funny but then i saw enter the dragon and i was like oh <laughs> i saw what you're doing they were totally doing enter the dragon now i get it how are you guys how do you feel about wet hot american summer i, I, I love enjoy, wet hot I american it. summer I enjoy I, you were the one that introduced me to it weren't you yeah it's it on netflix streaming now it it's here. a weird movie it's it's, it's a, a sketch movie. troops movie I'll, and it's that kind of a thing but everyone that's big now 
is in it yeah. 10 years ago. I'll have yeah. to watch it again. I liked it, but I, I, I've, it's, since seeing it, I, I'm like, that's cool. I liked it. But then I hear people like, what hot American summer? I, I'm like, what? Yeah. I accidentally saw a small, it's just so fucking weird. I and, saw, I accidentally yeah. saw, saw a small bit of wet hot American summer. And I thought, my God, this is the worst movie ever made. <laughs> and then later on, you know, a friend of mine really insisted that it's one of the greatest movies ever made. And then, because I didn't get that it was a parody, that right. they were parodying that genre of 80s summer camp. <laughs> hey, the, you know, the outcasts become the heroes. You know, it's, and, and then when I watched it, I was like, oh, I, I didn't get that they were, there was a comedy. I thought it was just a bad movie. And why is Gene Garofalo in this thing? <laughs> yeah. But it's actually, it's, it actually was very funny when you have I watched it. Uh, I was going to put out there, if we're, if we're moving on to another movie, back, back to what, what the, Better version of the topic is you probably don't think you'll like this, but I think you will. Time Cop. I just saw okay. it recently, and I I was like, that is re- it's. I, I would put it not not quite on the same level, but it's it's in the same ballpark as like Strange Days or something, where it's like this is '90s sci-fi when people weren't doing yeah. sci-fi, but they were taking it seriously, and like the the production value is a little. You know, it's 90s sci-fi, so everything is made of boxes because that was the future. <laughs> yeah. Like all the cars were boxes. And, and a lot of stuff. is there a lot of like oil drums on fire on the street? Yeah, basically. But it, uh, it's it's at some point in the future, every good. can will just catch fire. Like, and and for some reason, I thought that it was really critically panned, but apparently, it was well received for Jean Claude. It was Van kind of like for a Van Damme yeah. movie. Everyone was Van like, Damme. "What?" Well, there was yeah. a Time Cop TV show, wasn't yeah. there? And 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 they're if, talking if about. If I'm not mistaken, that was what was absolutely terrible. Right. They're, well, maybe. They're, they're, but they're talking about doing a reboot, and I'm like, fucking a, that would be great. I mean, there's one bit where you know they've gone back in time, and the villain is there, and and they've gone back to kill the hero in the past, and the hero from the future is trying to stop them. You know, and uh, you know they they've attacked the the younger hero, and the the henchman goes, they, they go 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 finish him off, and he goes, he's dead. He's not dead, you idiot. If he were dead, he wouldn't be here. <laughs> I was like, that's great, and they're just lines like that all throughout yeah. it's like someone thought this script through and i really enjoyed it kind of along those same lines a forgotten great 90s uh science fiction is demolition man i demolition love man demolition is so man. good demolition yeah. man is fun it's, it's really this fun. forgotten little gem that's ki- yeah. it's kind of it's it, kind of like on the border of a serious movie but a galaxy quest version right, of yeah, that movie right. it's very That's much a, like what hot people American don't summer. take it seriously somebody the, the, the on, movie's not taking itself as seriously somebody right. online somebody online uh the other day said something about some in some thread i was on not on the, our forum but on another forum so blah 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 i don't understand this and someone else wrote he doesn't know how to do the three c show yeah. and i was like winner winner yeah. winner chicken dinner dude a demolition man reference we're so totally there Demo- i love demolition yeah man. wesley snipes i've seen it but i think awesome it's on netflix right now i think i'm sure wesley snipes is hysterical and stallone is kind of playing against his own image this whole idea about he he and Wesley Snipes, he's the super cop, and Wesley Snipes is the super criminal, and they both get frozen and reanimated a century later, right. or however long it is, and they've been implanted with, you know, they've been retrained. The idea right. is that you get frozen for X number of years, and you get your brain gets rewired, um, and Wesley Snipes comes out of, because of plot issues, um, comes out of hibernation as like a super criminal. He's been an enhanced criminal, and uh, and Stallone has learned to knit. Yeah. And so he's <laughs> like, he gets, he he becomes like the master of technology, and I got knitting? Yeah. And now I have to go get him. You and, know? The, and I mean, the gag basically is it's in this it's in this idyllic future they they've basically it's making fun of like 90s action movies because yeah, it's like yeah. they're in a society where that shit doesn't happen anymore right. and these these artifacts from the 90s have <laughs> have come into their yeah. world and, and they've brought no idea an how to ac- deal with it, they've yeah. brought an action movie with them and they don't the action movie people don't know yeah. how to deal with this the cops world. don't know they're not cops they yeah. you know they, yeah. they, they they crack down on like harsh language yeah. you know they have no no idea what to do with and violence. Sandra Bullock I, Sandra Bullock does she's not awesome. get enough credit for how no. good she really is she's great and she she pulls off she, that movie she won an Academy Award. 
Eventually, yeah. eventually, but <laughs> but but, but uh, that was for some movie that yeah. you get Academy Awards for. We're yeah, talking about yeah. Speed and Demolition Man. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome. Another yeah. another movie in that same category, which and I, she I, also won. By the way, she also won a Razzie for the same role, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right, that so. was a kind of a love it or hate. No, she won a Razzie for All About e- Steve. Oh, for All About Steve, which I worked yeah. on. Okay. There was a there was a um, uh, and you weren't even nominated. No, yeah. I wasn't even nominated for a Razzie. I, I think I, I think, did very good tornado work in that film. I think people are starting to come around to this one, but I'll I'll put it out there anyway in the same category. Last Action Hero. Yes, yeah. so great. Last Action so, Hero so got great. forgotten, and I because rather famously because it came out the same weekend as Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park, and history just forgot about it. Oh, right. and Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a movie. The, the that, classic I don't get. Hello. Very um, good. So. But yeah, last I, I mean, it was years until I watched Last Action Hero. But when yeah, I finally it's not saw it, perfect, it's amazing. But when it's on, it's yeah, on. It's great. It's I want to do one more guys. on the on this before we move on to classics we don't get and see what we can do with that. But um, this is one that uh, I grew up with, and then as I was getting you know late teens to now kind of period last few years, uh, I was going back and looking at these movies like, oh man, Hook isn't as good as I thought it was, and that kind of thing. Uh, and then I was so sh- I was so fucking psyched to see this movie again, and I was hoping against all odds that it would still be good, and it totally was, and it was amazing. Give The Sandlot a try. It's <laughs> yes. not it's not a kids okay. movie. I mean, it's it, I, I it's accessible to kids, but it's a really great story with a really wonderful. It's just great. It's really well done. It's a great script. The kids are amazing in it. It's just fun and good, and it, it's nostalgic and warm, and it makes you want to hang out in the summer in the fifties. In the valley, it's a, it's a and movie. Play, and play it's a movie I've always been aware of and never cared to see because, it's, like, why would I want to? It see seems that? like a kids' a movie, movie, but it's not. It's a, it's just a good little story. That's a movie I saw when it came out, and I haven't seen in probably twenty years. I think I it's on Netflix it. now. Actually, uh, it's oh, it's wonderful. It's just you'll you'll enjoy it. Give it a shot. Okay, I'll just throw it, uh, there's, we can say I haven't seen that movie in twenty years. I don't. I'm, and I remember when this Sandlot came out, I'm like, oh no, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, no. I'm too old for that movie. Yeah. I'll just throw up mine, uh, my some of the top two that I would just kind of arbitrarily, and although we've said some good ones, is some. Um, we came up in conversation recently. Is uh, it's just a good movie, and especially if you think westerns are dead, which everyone thinks well, they are dead. But if you think a western can't be an entertaining movie, check out Three Ten to Yuma, uh, the remake, uh, the original. This kind of you know period project, but the and Unforgiven. And Unforgiven, yes, exactly. It's like those are those are two movies, you know, Unforgiven, which I keep. I don't know if everyone. I keep trying to proselytize Unforgiven to this crowd. I don't know how many people have made it through, but Yo. Unforgiven is fantastic, uh, I think. And uh, and Three Ten to Yuma is just entertaining. It's just entertaining and fun. And you know, okay, if I have Alan Tudyk is in it, does that help? Okay, <laughs> whatever. I yeah. Firefly. Also, is Philian in it too? No, he's not in it. Oh, yeah, it's oh. like Tudyk. You expect him to show up. Um, but it stars Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. Why have you never heard of it? Because it's a western and no one cared. But it's a great movie, and they're both and and especially Russell Crowe. It just underscores for me again, once again, that Russell Crowe. He's just good. The yeah. Negotiator. Yes, Farley. Okay. Yes. I love The Negotiator. I'll, I'll I haven't also... seen it in a while. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. I'll say that that movie, I didn't buy what was happening. It's fun to watch Kevin Spacey chew, chew the scenery. It's, with, it's entertaining. With Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, exactly. That's, you was... want my blood? Yeah, it's, I, yeah, it might not hold up, but I, I remember loving it. It didn't also, make a lot of sense. David Morris also. I'll also yeah. say, and, oh, yeah. I, I, this is, and Paul Giamatti. This, yeah. this movie's well thought of, but I, I don't think a lot of people have seen it anyway, but Gattaca. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. by Gattaca. That yeah. kind of yeah. came out of nowhere for me. Well, well, it was like, okay, whatever. You look at well, you look at Gattaca and you think it's going to be like Minority Report or some Man on the Run movie or whatever. I think it's because yeah. Gattaca sounds so weird and spacey. Yeah, yeah. it's what it's, 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 it's G A T C yeah. in a configuration that makes a word. Is what they're doing with that word. It, it's just you hear Gattaca and it sounds like a video DNA. game, it, like an it, arcade game. or It something. sounds like it's yeah. going to be like Galaga. This really actiony, like you know, one of those movies, and it's not. It's you know, it's not about this guy who's a badass and has to beat everyone up. It's a really cool slow-paced sci-fi story. 
story. Yeah, it's great. I, 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 I don't, I don't know if that out. was the issue though when it came out because I remember when it came out in the in the previous. That was It was well received when it came out. It wasn't a huge hit, but it was like, oh, this is a quality film. The other one that I was throw out and and this. Not necessarily everyone's going to buy it, but um, if 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 you think that uh, the cool used future that actually kind of makes kind of sense with droids walking around originated with Star Wars, then you haven't seen Silent Running. Um, oh, Logan's Run is also good too. Silent Logan's Run. Run well, Logan's Run. See, Logan's Run though is the antithesis of Star Wars. Logan's Run is like this is how you don't do science fiction. Silent Running reminded me of Logan's yeah. Run as a suggestion. But Silent Running, if you haven't seen Silent Running, came out before Star Wars. A lot of people went on to to work on Star Wars from Silent Running. But uh, other than the director was a big fan of rear projection instead of blue screen, um, and the rear projection just kind of looks a little soft and fuzzy. But uh, as far as set design and everything else, um, and the droids especially, or the drones as they're called in that movie, and uh, Bruce Dern mostly all by himself for most of the movie talking to scenes um it's a it's a great movie it's a great uh, you know it's 70s yes there are joan baez songs kind of <laughs> hang in for that i get yeah. it even at the time it was a little cringy but um they shot it on an abandoned aircraft carrier that was being decommissioned so it's yeah. for a science fiction movie it feels just like a science fiction movie would be made it predates aliens it predates star wars and you can see like oh someone had it going on even before those movies and it's a, a fairly fascinating movie Brian, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab onto you and hold tight, and we're gonna roll under a bus now, okay? Okay, hang on. I want to point out because I just happened to look over and glance at it. I don't know. Um, on my piano shelf, on your pointing, piano he's shelf. pointing at something. I'm what are pointing, you pointing well, to? I'm pointing at a Charlie Wilson's War, which I don't yes. think I got as much love as it. Yes, and I think that was probably. I bought that DVD at Seven Eleven for three dollars. Yeah, um, which I bought is just it at a, Ralph's. Just a fantastic movie. That's it's like. It, a as topic an American, that we don't like hearing about. As an American in this yeah. day and age, you go motherfucker, and <laughs> yeah. just to get a, a real sense of fictionalized you know that facebook movie you like they got that guy wrote it it's okay i'm gonna plus it has philip seymour hoffman going excuse me what the fuck i'll put it i'll put out one that i I haven't seen in a while but i i really loved it and it's on netflix instant and it's a going way back for uh into classics uh some like it hot yes i still holds up does it good i haven't seen it i heard that song the other day so i just kind of had a negative reaction to what you said some like it hot is a great movie it's a it's a very funny that's actually on this list of classics yeah but it's one of those classics that i have not seen well exactly that's what i'm saying that's a movie if you if you don't and because who 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 watches nowadays? We all know who Marilyn Monroe is, but when did you actually see her in a movie? If you I, I see, watched Seven Year Inch. If you want to see what Marilyn Monroe was, seven, yeah. uh, Why some like it hot. Marilyn yeah, Monroe. some like yeah. it hot. She's she's pretty good in that. Amazing. You ready for our bus fun? Sure. Classics I don't get. <laughs> Godfather. Yeah, I'm I'm the same actually. I, I like I th- I think Godfather is a fine movie, but I don't get why people are like. That's exactly when, how I feel. Whenever about it. whenever a movie comes out that, whenever I'm talking to someone you know who's into movies and he's he's he or she is really excited about it. They'll always be like, "Well, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's not the Godfather, but blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. like, what? What, <laughs> Why is, is the God- what is the Godfather? Yeah. What I, does that mean?" I had only recently, within the past two years, I think, watched the Godfather for the first time, and I recall twittering <laughs> about it. Uh, and I, I was very much at the same reaction. Yeah. My my guess, as close as I can get, my speculation it's be a context thing. It has to be a context. My speculation is that the Godfather is considered like the textbook of classic movie. Like it, right. it's the textbook example. And we we are thoroughly familiar with is the textbook example. Is that what it is? I or? think so. Well, I think it's the sense of like, well, God, the Godfather wrote the textbook on right. what a classic movie is, and we've read the textbook right. several times over now. So you go, oh, well, it's just the goddamn textbook. Right. I've seen that plenty of times already. 
but right. you know, it's you still have to give it the credit for having written the textbook. I, I in guess the first that's place. fair. I felt that way about Star Wars for a long time too. You know, um, for the, for the same reason because yeah. like I've seen this movie, right. um, but it's like it, no, no, that one came yeah, first. Yeah. Though you saw the other movies. Yeah. It, it, well, it's it's the same exact thing as Blade Runner. You look at Blade Runner, and you go, "What? That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, Blade, see, this is because I can tell. I can tell. I can totally tell us. I can tell. Well, here's the thing: is because here's there's a very clear dividing line right there. Because it's like if you guys don't get Blade Runner, then fuck you, you poncy schoolboy, <laughs> you're idiots. But I don't get The Godfather either, and I'll tell you why. Because I was like, I'm like a year too young. I I was too young. I couldn't go see it in the theater. You know, it's like uh. it's a violent movie about you know sex, sex and criminals, and you know. So I never saw it in the theater when it was the thing. When it was like, oh my god, you have to see this movie. Same with The Exorcist. I was mm-hmm. no way I could go see The Exorcist. It was rated whatever the ratings were at the time, X or whatever. Um, J. It was weird. Yes, rated rated <laughs> Q. It was weird. But um, so so these were those were movies that I came to much much later. Well into films, didn't even see Godfather in film school. Like you know, I don't know how late it was, but it was quite some time because the Godfather was like, yeah, it's this amazing thing. Apparently, mm-hmm. when I finally saw it, it was kind of like, well, that was good, yeah. but I but I, I, I can't have that ever. moment of like, oh my god, this is unlike yeah. you know. So I missed that too. Whereas with Blade Runner, it was like, oh Blade Runner, I'll go check. Oh my fuck, you know, the, right. I was there at on at Ground Zero when that right. happened. You know, it's like it's like how you know I'm I'm too I'm too old I'm too young to get Elvis. I think the you know, guy, I don't I like, get Elvis. I think, Elvis is a fat guy in Las Vegas. Why yeah, is that so right. exciting? We yeah. can. I, I think we can roll into for me Blade Runner. Yeah, you know, I'm, based on that. Um, as but, in not getting or haven't seen. As in, as in the the not well. Here's the thing. You have seen it, right? I've seen it because I'll punch you right in the face. I <laughs> 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 think I've been sitting on the couch next to you for two years, <laughs> and you didn't tell me. <laughs> you didn't. Tell, you should tell a person that. You should tell me you play. It's like that thing. Magic it's like, the you should tell me you play Magic the Gathering. <laughs> but, Look at. Up. We won't go into it, but look it up. Yeah, uh, great I think, story. I think the, I think the thing with Blade Runner is there's like a delineation. I totally get it from a visual standpoint, but people talk about it as though as an entire package. It's Story an amazing wise. movie, and I'm not Just sure I, I don't get that. It, the, if there's something there, the question of is he a, is he a replicant or right. is he not a replicant? And yeah, I, I do agree with that. I, I think that's one of the classic examples of cinema, as we talked about before, of reading into versus reading right. out from. I need to see. I mean, I need to see it again because every time I see it, I just eventually start checking out. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, and she's spray painting her eyes or some shit, and there's a midget in a monkey costume, or whatever's going on, and I just uh, sounds like a dream. But, yeah, funny you should say. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> hey, Ridley Scott. You know, no. you do. I would. I need to see Brazil again. Boy, but, at the, but at the time, I was like, oh, that weird. I don't like this. Well, Brazil, but Brazil, I, when I saw it, I got it just because I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Movies <laughs> like that. This is amazing. And but I, it blew me away. I accidentally you know? was in the perfect uh, state of mind to watch Brazil for the first time because it was at the end of the day, our friend Chad, who's been on the show a couple of times, was like, you have to watch Brazil. It's the most amazing thing in the world. I was like, okay, well, I don't fucking watch. sit down and watch it. And I, But I was already so exhausted from that day that I was starting to fall asleep. In the in the yeah. process of it, yeah. and right when the paper flying paper ate yeah. Robert De Niro, yeah. I was I was in yeah, exactly that? in that state <laughs> of like I don't know whether I'm awake or asleep. So it was that perfect perfect quality that Terry is, Gilliam just is, managed to get. Is my brain inventing the rest of this movie? <laughs> yeah, and I'm I have half no asleep? idea. Yeah. But that had I had the exact. That's exactly how it was for me. I don't know what it is, but if a movie, it hasn't happened as much recently. It's probably just because I've seen more now, but. When a movie would strike me that oddly, like it's just like my brain doesn't know what is going on here. It's like when you hear a free verse song that doesn't have a verse chorus structure and it's just sort of like, I, stop, what are you doing, movie? Like that kind of thing where your brain isn't, it's forming a pathway. I'll, I'll like check out and go to sleep. And I never, ever, ever sleep during movies. I've, I don't think I've ever fallen asleep in a movie other than 
uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas <laughs> and Brazil. And I ended up loving Fear and Loathing, so I might need to go back to Brazil. Yeah. I you just sh- It's you, one of those things where it broke uh, my hymen, and then I was like, ow, mm, fuck you, yeah, and I never hurts. had sex I again. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. you, should, uh, you should check out Naked Lunch, because that'll fuck yeah, you that'll, up. that'll end your life. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, Gilliam is one of those guys that we, we've never done a Gilliam film in the movie. In, uh, yeah, I think show. you're right, yeah. But there's, you know, there's some worthy ones. There's Time Bandits, there's Baron Munchausen, um, you know, the Bra- I think Brazil Mon- and Monty Python and, and Brazil. Um, the uh, you know he's another guy that kind of goes on that shelf with Kubrick and and Lynch and Fincher. He's like, going to do whatever. Yeah, it's like, the it's fuck like yeah. they wow they let that guy make movies. Yeah. And, yeah. and of course, if you see if you actually know the history of how he became, he's the most unqualified guy in the world to make movies. He started out as this you know crazy American lunatic who hooked up with these British guys and used to draw cartoons for a comedy show. Yeah. And then they did a movie and they go, I don't know, I guess you. Direct and and if you we see, all want to be on screen, so you hold the camera. There's some great. He was like he and, and Terry Jones, one of the other members, co-directed Holy Grail. But if you look at the period footage, I mean, he's just this stoner dude who's oh, like, man. I have no idea what I'm doing. There's I a, mean, he cops to the fact that he doesn't know what he's doing as a director, and then he just but so he has this totally untrained, self-created sensibility, sensibility that's often quite fascinating. There's an entire um, there's a documentary on Monty Python that's on Netflix, and I. Can't remember what it is. There was right a TV now, show that was a multi-part. That was really the, extensive. It, w- it was yeah. the same one, I think. I, yeah. I think. I think it because it was like a six-part documentary. Yeah, it's really worth. If you like Monty Python, it's really fascinating because it goes in depth. And then I have the Holy Grail DVD special edition that has a lengthy documentary. Yeah. But as well. it also, I have it good, on Criterion. An, another good, another I have good it documentary. On the vinyl. Another good documentary to look at, and, and one that I go back to occasionally just to oh, be like, no matter what, say. yeah, no matter what you do. Uh, is uh, uh, yeah, it's, lost in La Mancha. It's mostly out of your control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because because it it goes into how. I mean, you talk about uh, he's unqualified to make movies, and it's like everyone thinks that no one wants to let him make a movie, but every <laughs> once in a while they try it again, <laughs> yeah. and then it goes horribly wrong. You just see, you go, oh, that's why we don't yeah. do that. But but lost in La Mancha, the thing about it is, you watch it, and it's like you. He's got this reputation, but you watch everything going on on this on this Don Quixote project, and it's like none of this is his fault. Yeah, not a bit no. of this is him. That's just one of those horrifyingly cursed projects. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. really a shame. But yeah, Ewing says surrogates is a classic that I don't get. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> clearly you haven't seen all the movies that it came that came after it. Yeah, stick, exactly. stick around because surrogates uh, is the Blade un- Runner of science fiction. We're about to no. unseat surrogates from that uh, crown, perhaps. Cool. Um, can At I just least. throw out? I'm just want, you know because it's. I feel like we're in a safe place, <laughs> and this, I've been hiding this for so long. Oh, we're going to go out on this. <laughs> we're going to go out on this. Um, I've been faking it all my whole <laughs> life. I've never seen Rocky, that <gasps> movie about the boxing or something, and he's a hero and <laughs> dun, Stallone dun, is dun, in dun, it. Dun, I will dun, punch dun, you in the face. There's a, I know no, there's I a care. song about it, and it's supposed to be really good, but I never actually It's a good it. movie. It is a good movie. I haven't seen it. I, I only saw it uh, very recently, but I would say Rocky is a very good movie. Try going through film school. In the seventies, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, I would have rather been gay <laughs> and, and hide that than hide the fact in film school in the late seventies that I had never seen Rocky. That was... I still haven't seen Apocalypse Now. Uh, okay, oh. no, you get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> that was the intermission. Uh, I'm Teague, Brian, Dogman, Rocky. <laughs> the thirty minutes and thirty uh, seconds. Hope, now you have homework. <laughs>